0: everyone and welcome back to the it's good to talk podcast so today you will recognize the face next to me or depending on when you have come across her on tiktok you may see in different versions it is sammy dodger minds how are you doing sammy
1: I am good. I'm chilling. I'm happy to be here and stuff. I always find it funny because you're right. Different versions. I've cut, had like a weird like thing on TikTok where I've gone from one thing to the other very quickly.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like I say, when I first came across you, you still did the um, the Borderlands look. Mm. So that that's how I kind of came across you. That that yeah. was how you looked. So yeah, it was. Uh, um, that's that's what I see you as. And then obviously hair change and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, even for this, if people go back a few podcasts, I was bright blonde. So. Oh wow! <laughs>
1: there's a difference.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Even for me, there's a difference, guys, as well. So, um, but yes. Yeah, so, um, Sammy is uh, another TikToker. We keep bringing them on because you know they come on, which is always good. So, if anyone else on TikTok, there's there's two of you already. want so answer the messages. Um... <laughs> Who
1: are they? I'll call them out. <laughs> Well, if, any, I, if I know any of them, I'll like, hey. Bitch. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I don't know if you know one of them, but you've certainly gone to see one of them. Okay. Janet.
1: Oh, no, she's a friend of mine.
0: I, ask her if she can come on.
1: <laughs> oh, cool. I'll phone her after this. Like, cool. we're, we're all we're good. Janet's is, a really good
0: mate of mine. <laughs> this is how you sort things out, guys. You just do it on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Someone will know someone. <laughs> like... Well, it's true. I mean, there's, there's a connection between yourself and the other people that have been on my podcast as well. Yeah. So. Um, absolutely, which is which is great, and I, I think that's the great thing about um, TikTok. I think I think TikTok and Twitch communities, mm. everyone knows someone else. Like I I, oh, I do because really. I'm more of a, a Twitch streamer, and it's a very similar thing. Like I've, I know in I see in TikTok people being in the back of people's things, and the same thing happens in Twitch. You'll be mm-hmm. in someone's channel that's nothing to do with someone else, and you'll be like. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I like I also dabble in Twitch occasionally. I used to be like quite a heavy Twitch streamer, but then like uh, work took off, um, and I haven't had time for it. But like with a lot of like my friends and that, I'll just turn up in their Twitch streams and people are like, is that Sammy Dodger Minds from TikTok? And I'm like, no, what? I don't I, want the attention.
0: <laughs> I did the same thing, even though like I don't know no, but I I know Kadea, you know, mm. she's been on the and I'm a member of her community. But I was just I was. It was during the whole um, bounty debate with, with yep. her. Yeah. And it was as if I'd called a fucking demon because I literally, on my, on my Twitch um, stream, I mentioned, I said something about like, oh, I love, uh, I love uh, bounties. And I've even just done a recipe of how you can make them a home, guys, but we won't tell Kadea. And then just came up in, in chat. Kadea just went, hi. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> I you ginger person. <laughs> it's
0: just funny. Um but yeah, I, guys, if you've been on it if you've seen this podcast before, you'll know that there's there is kind of a, a direction that we go in, but it, it can go everywhere. But that's the point of a podcast. So if you're thinking, what the fuck are they even talking about? This
1: life we're talking about Um, general stuff exactly
0: um now obviously i've i've had you on as i do with um everyone i have on because of um specific things in the past and everything like that Mm -hmm. there um and you have had your struggles um the first one i would want to go on to though is something that i feel has irritated you more than necessarily been a struggle okay and that is the whole parasocial relationship that people seem to have between you and shipping you and Gil.
1: Oh God, <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. That's also like a, an irritating one. But I think the worst thing is that recently it's moved from Gil to someone else, um, which is my friend Blitzy, okay. who's a Twitch streamer. And it's because I made a bet with him, um, and now he has to play Alien Isolation on stream and crap his pants because he doesn't like horror or aliens. Hmm. But yeah, for some reason my fan base seems to think I cannot talk to a male without wanting to get in his pants yeah. and I'm like but it, yeah it got to the point with Gil um it or at the time as well Gil didn't uh make it aware on his channel that he actually had another half mm. um which you know I I know her she's lovely absolutely great person um and initially it was just like a fun kind of thing people just being like oh yeah they're cute and, and we're like okay yeah we'll run with this we'll we'll mess about with it and stuff like that And it was the moment that people started messaging even myself or Gil almost, like, threateningly. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of making a, a, a kind of point that, like, oh, we don't think that you're supposed to be together, so you shouldn't be. And I'm just like, why are people I don't know trying to tell me how to live my life? Yeah. That was my biggest thing with it, is that I had a lot of, specifically males, there was a couple of females, but specifically males that were telling me that, he wasn't good enough for me or I should do so much better. And I'm just like, even if I was with this person romantically, which I'm not, but if I was, it's not your business. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I can understand why so many content creators keep their other halves a secret
0: mm.
1: because of that, you know?
0: Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, the obvious one is to think of is, uh, is KSI on that because
1: mm.
0: no one ever knew. And now they're not together, but no one ever knew who that was. You know, no. we knew what they did. That was it yeah Um, and it is is really difficult with that and obviously first thing i want to say is guys stop being creepy fuckers
1: yeah basically Um, (laughs) one um, day i'll open my instagram dms and there won't be a dick picking it (laughs) maybe
0: simple rules guys did they ask for one cool did did they say don't fucking send this there's your answer. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> or, you know what? If they haven't said anything to you, leave them the fuck alone. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> accurate. Fucking hell. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously this is, it's, we say about it being an irritation, but it is really quite, it can get on top of you, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. because, again, it's that parasocial relationship. It, it's the assumption that somebody has more of a relationship with you than they actually do. Like, they, they've seen your face and they enjoy your content
1: that's it you know (laughs) i always say to people when it comes to any kind of content creator at all um you only see like a window into their life Mm -hmm. um you literally see what depending on whether it's youtube twitch tiktok instagram anything social media wise all you're seeing is what that creator wants to show you yeah and you don't know the creator personally so for tiktok when i started and that it was you know 15 to 30 second videos yeah so you were only seeing 15 to 30 seconds of my life which was normally me being an idiot you know um and that's all people really until like recently really knew about me as i was a weirdo on the internet um so yeah when people kind of come in and start kind of trying to dictate or act as though they're like a family member Mm. i find that really weird and immediately i kind of like arm's length um it's kind of always been thinking i i love my fans to pieces and obviously i wouldn't be anywhere without them but at the same time when you hear about certain things that have happened to other content creators you tend to make sure that you keep everyone at an arm's length because they don't know you personally
0: yeah you can you can t- tell the difference there, guys, is that uh, Sammy's more diplomatic than I am because it started with, I love my fans. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's the
1: thing all content creators get told to say in the media so that we don't get cancelled. Um... <laughs> no, I do genuinely like my fans. They're pretty cool.
0: All my fans, if you're a dick, fuck off.
1: Um... Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. If they're an absolute asshole, like I've had a couple of absolute assholes where I found out that they've done shady shit. I'm like, okay, bye. Like... My follower account is not that important to me that I keep shitheads around.
0: Yes, yeah. It, mine's always funny um, for, for Twitch because I, I am the 100 Acre Woods and my emotes are um, Winnie the Pooh and Pooh Bear. I have a tattoo of Pooh Bear. But not at the that. same time, I am the, I am the guy that literally says, Look, guys, I'm an asshole.
1: Oh, percent it. it's, it's really funny
0: when people come in going, Oh, a mental health person that's um that's like all soft and everything. We can take the piss out of them. i like, mm-hmm. I will,
1: I <laughs> will cover it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, um, I I totally get that because like I think that's one thing. Any of like my fellow friends that are content creators, like when they get asked about me, the first thing that people tell them, is she's like, she is an absolute ass. Like she she will tell you to shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's one on on the jo- do you still have the joint channel with with Gil? We
1: do. So currently, Gil's away filming a feature film. Oh. Um. Are you
0: allowed so, to know what it is
1: or, or not? I mean, I'm not supposed to know. So like. Oh. <laughs> oops. <laughs> so, like, people know he's filming a feature film. It's just that I'm not allowed. Like I wasn't supposed to know what it is. So I'm not gonna say what it is.
0: Oh, okay, right, right. Um,
1: but you can know he's filming a film. Like that, that, that's fine. Um, but yeah, he's been away for about two months now. Um, so we haven't really seen each other. I've like messaged him, seeing if he's doing okay and bits like that. But um, yeah, we need to like a, a, when he comes back, we're intending on catching up and doing some videos and bits like that. But yeah, he's a busy boy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I mean, because it, it, I remember there's one on there where um he called you a bitch and you just went yeah uh, with them getting that kind of closeness with you Mm. it did see there's there's uh, i can see problems in it because Mm. it did seem that gil was coming to the rescue (laughs) a lot and yeah it's like that's good because it's your friend but at the same time the 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 aesthetic is problematic
1: it pushes Um, the narrative more (laughs) yes yeah Um,
0: but it was quite funny seeing gil especially with his accent because let's be honest my accent if i have a go at someone doesn't sound quite as scathing as a scot
1: yeah (laughs) it's it's the thing we've always said to him so like he publicly has done it for me quite a lot but he will do that for any of his friends Mm. like he'll like turn into the angry Scotsman he is. (laughs) But it's the one thing we all take the mick out of him for constantly, is that if he gets either questioned about how Scottish he is or angry, he gets more Scottish. He goes from sounding like he's from Shetland, which is where he's from, to sounding like a Glaswegian person like that's the difference like, in the accent it just like immediately switches and we're all like you are not the same person <laughs> calm yourself
0: <laughs> yes I, I, it is it is you know you're just gonna have to brandish the sword a couple of times in it and we be fine um okay. <laughs> so sorry
1: Braveheart didn't know you were here um
0: <laughs> certainly more Scottish than the Braveheart bit um it's very true <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean I think that is the parasocial relationship the way that people um interact with you and treat you like they should be able to have an impact is problematic so much and have you found that it's problematic for you and your female friends more than say male friends because obviously gil was getting the same thing the other side but was he getting it as much as you he
1: definitely wasn't getting it as much as me um i think he had one or two shitty comments um I don't like to like automatically assume it's harder for females um, just because obviously I don't have a penis. So I just don't know. Um, I think the issue is with, 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 anything, when it comes to content creation, I think that people are more likely to go after women because there's more to go after. Yeah. Um, I found that, for example, quite a few of my friends are sex workers, um, whether it's OnlyFans, Pornhub, or anything like that. Um, the ones that get the most hate are the girls. Um, most of the guys, they don't really get anything. They'll get the occasional shitty comment and things like that. But immediately, you know, all the girls are, oh, you, you're you better than this. You shouldn't have to get your tits out online and blah, 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 blah. All this rubbish of like, oh, you're like disgracing your body. It's their body. Let them do with it what they please kind of thing. Um, so in the same aspect with um, my ability to choose who and i date and who not whether i'm dating that person or not um yeah it definitely was more on my side i was getting more of the like nasty messages being being that way of like oh we trusted you why would you do this to us like i've had people think that they're like married to me and things like that it's so weird it's like if this is just a side note anyone catfishing using my face please stop <laughs> it's it's weird <laughs>
0: It's it's uh I get yeah. it. you, you you don't wanna, you don't wanna speak on behalf of men getting it. I, I get that bit that you said in the beginning, but I I mean you do get it fucking worse. Okay, you?
1: cool. As long as a dude says it, it's just because I'm not a dude. Yeah. If I was a dude, I'd turn around and say yes, women have it harder. But I... there's,
0: there's plenty of there's plenty of guys that will try and pretend that they get it harder, but fuck off, guys. <laughs> um, it's like it's like with um with Twitch when people um go oh well everyone's taking uh, all those um you know hot tub streamers are taking my views in that case they weren't your views, bitch
1: no they weren't because they're <laughs> clearly watching it for a completely different reason if you are like a minecraft server person i'm guaranteeing you now that the same people that were looking at a girl in a hot tub were not ever searching for your content
0: yeah <laughs> at all <laughs> exactly because you know what happened if they really wanted your content there's things called tabs guys yeah you have two people at once you know i know people that watch um Kadeya, for instance and me at the same time because i've literally yeah. been watching Kadeya whilst i'm streaming so i can go into it and i've noticed that someone is in my chat and hers
1: uh, yeah so
0: it's easy it's easy yeah. enough to do guys it's
1: not difficult <laughs> so, like I ha- I have the same thing like whenever I was streaming and if Chance was streaming at the same time or if Barlow was streaming at the same time um yeah w- like we'd see people in all of our chats so it's yeah. possible guys
0: <laughs> yeah so it's, it's the amount of bullshit but people always like to to push it as if it's not the worst women it it absolutely fucking is absolutely is
1: i think especially with the kind of platform that twitch is where it is primarily a gaming platform i think a lot of uh girls have had it harder in that aspect because gaming being a male dominated interest air quotes yeah um the moment like even when i was at school so i was a massive gamer when i was at school um, and the amount of times it was, like, guys were talking about, like, the latest game, whatever that may be. And then I'd come in and be like, oh, yeah, like, I really like when this part happened. It's like, oh, you're a fan? Name me every single thing about this game whatsoever. So like, why do I have to prove myself? Because I have a vagina. <laughs> like, you know?
0: So fucking weird. Like, I've, I've made this point to people before, is that, um, like, if people were to look at both of us and they'd be like, oh, so which one's the gamer? They're going to, just because of the what's between the pants, they're going to say me. I literally, so I have a second channel which is barely anyone on it, and I started gaming again because some friends have it. I literally call myself up for bad gaming. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't don't play any of the normal games. Like my Mm. favorite game to play randomly when I'm watching is Uno. That that's my level, guys. Honestly,
1: that's a (laughs) move. Though Uno can like Uno is like on point. Sometimes, (laughs) like I'll just sit there.
0: So yeah see if i mentioned most of the games to you that like, you have played them and you can do them i don't even know how to move a camera in a mm. game it fuck... marbles on stream i'm guessing you've done maybe done it with i've
1: me. done marbles on stream yeah
0: i got so annoyed because of how my inability to use marbles on stream I rage quit <laughs> it and deleted it from my computer <laughs> on live on stream i just went no fuck this i can't use it i can't do it uh, anymore <laughs> That's how bad I am. If I, I get it,
1: because Marbles on stream gives me head rush. Like, <laughs> for some reason, when you're moving the camera around, I'm like, I'm getting motion sick, guys. Oh, <laughs> like,
0: I'm just angry. I just got really no, angry. No, that's,
1: that's uh, fair.
0: But, um, but that's what I mean. It is like, but the assumption would be like, oh, well, it's clearly him that's the game. Like, no, no, board games. I can do, we can do those. But... I love
1: a good board game. Uh, chess is great, man.
0: I'm shit uh, at it.
1: <laughs> I'm so bad at chess. But no, it's like, well, what something that, something that most of my fans don't actually know f- about me. Before I did content creation and that, I was a professional Mortal Kombat player. That is something that I did. Um, you know, I, I did the, the pro tour and bits like that. Um, yes, there's people that are way better than me. Mortal Kombat is just one of those games where like there are skill levels, like but um I used to make money from it. Um and yeah, that's something that a lot of people don't know about me because and they wouldn't think it either because I am a female
0: see i find that so cool because of the fact that the very first thing i did uh, i streamed on my gaming channel when i started it was the newest Mortal Kombat playthrough That's amazing I because i love Mortal combat i love yeah. that um because so i'm i'm um i'm a i've been doing martial arts and self-defense stuff i'm a martial arts and self-defense instructor so i was i've done martial arts since i was four years old amazing. so it's that was I, I love that game because it's like of no, this shit's real, but it's fun.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's no way Liu Kang can physically <laughs> kick like that. Like, that's physically impossible, but it's fun, so I like it. Yeah, exactly.
0: I was like, I could do all the shit that I wish I could do, but in game form. So, yeah, yeah, you're one of those people that I probably used to come up against um, online and just have no chance of beating. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, oh, I've had one kick. Oh, and now I'm dead. Fuck, right, okay. I I
1: remember (laughs) when I was, um, oh, God, I would have been, like, 17 Mm. or something, and I was playing, and it was during Mortal Kombat 10, Mm. I think. If I got my years right, that's Mortal Kombat 10, could be wrong. Um, there was a King of the Hill mode, and I remember being on my PC for 10 hours because no one had turned up and beaten me and taken me off the hill. And I was like, I just want to lose. I just want to lose. Christ. <laughs> I was like, someone please kill me. <laughs> like...
0: So All those guys that she beat, guys. And that's the point. It's It's all the bullshit because... I know people don't, and you said you don't want to say, it, but a lot of the bullshit you're, you're you're getting or you've got is because you're female, and that's so mm. fucking irritating. It's it so irritating for me, and I think a lot of people don't don't see it. A lot of people that hopefully aren't dicks don't see it. And I'm not going to say nice guys because nice guys aren't nice. So no, nice
1: nice guys are horrible little crap.
0: Um, mate, the, fuck, the 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 TikToks on them as well. It's like, mm-hmm. well, nice guys are left in the friend zone. And they're going to use everything about you to be that fucking joke. They're going to use everything about you to be the next person. Yeah. So they're not attracted to you. That doesn't mean they don't owe you the fucking attraction, dickhead. Sorry, mini rants. Um, No, fine. (laughs) I
1: totally agree with you. I don't owe anyone (laughs) shit. um, Yeah,
0: it's just fucking irritating. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. so I mean, the the gaming stuff is is, uh, cool because I think people need to realise that there are people. I mean, like I said, when I first came across you, Two things I remember is you did the the, um, little hands and you were doing Borderlands makeup. I Mm -hmm. had no fucking idea what Borderlands was. When you asked people... a good game. (laughs) It was you asked people to draw you as Borderlands. Yes. And I was like, okay, what the... (laughs) What is
1: this?
0: (laughs) Maybe I can do it. What the fuck is Borderlands? And I looked and just went, oh, it's a game. Okay, fine. But I had no idea. So you you, you actually drew me into another game and I think that's you know that that's great but yeah I, don't, I clearly have no fucking chance if I pledge at Mortal Kombat so that's not do
1: that <laughs> let's not do that it's like me and my friend Blitzley have a thing at the moment I, I pulled him into a bet I was like if you beat me in a game of Mortal Kombat I will like do a forfeit if you lose you do a forfeit and he was like yeah I can beat you and then afterwards my friend Barlow told him what I used to do <laughs> and, and Blitz was like oh no oh I've made a horrible mistake here <laughs>
0: I, d- I did a, um, not similar, but I did a, a kind of um, similar moment when I was in Hungary, um, mm. I, I had a, a bet with um, um, a female um, a, a member, of bar, I think it was just somebody who was drinking, mm. about um, buying, buying a drink, mm. um, and they were just like, oh, yeah, you, it's, we got into something about flexibility.
1: And okay.
0: They, but she's just like, you have to buy me a drink if, uh, uh, something," and it was doing the splits. Oh, uh, like, okay. Okay, fine. Mm. And then the second she made the bet, one of the people next to me, just went, um, he's been a martial artist since the age of four. And I just jumped into the splits and just went, okay. <laughs> so,
1: Ta-da, you lose. Ah,
0: um, <laughs>
1: fuck. <laughs> just, I love moments like that though, because people just don't expect it. And then yeah. they just panic. <laughs> like...
0: I, did, I had a similar thing um, during Brexit as well. During the Brexit um, arguments, um, mm. So my background is I have um, a degree and a master's in politics and political theory. And I wasn't, I wasn't an elected politician locally. So when Brexit happened, I made my argument. Of course, Facebook, everyone, someone just came on and just went, oh, well, um, come back. You obviously don't know what's um, going on. Come back when you've got a degree in politics. And I just basically gave my CV and just went, what "I need." <laughs> and there's no response. It's just a load of
1: likes. Literally no
0: response. Yeah, love it. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that it's really good to see that side of, of people and to see um, not women in gaming, but women being recognised to be in gaming. Because you always, mm-hmm. there. a lot of designers of games our female as are well. Our
1: female, um, yeah. I've got a really good friend called Mel, who it's it literally is in game design, um, and she's amazing at it.
0: Yeah.
1: No one notices, and I'm just like, Bruh, yeah you're it, missing out here.
0: It is ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now obviously there's been other parts of um your life and on and off TikTok. Mhm. The obvious one to bring up because you brought it up on TikTok. Um, is... I did. <laughs> <laughs> This shows you. By the way, guys, I don't. We don't um, vet the questions beforehand. she just figure out what I'm going to say. Um, so, is um past addiction? Although, mm-hmm. as you said, and others would say, it's not a past addiction. It's a current addiction that you have dealt with or mm-hmm. are dealing with. So, I just wonder if you want to kind of talk about that, or kind of give a little not my journey because that's a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah. So I from from like a young age uh i was like a really angry kid anyway to start off with let's just put this out. i was an angry midget um and i grew up i grew up in luton um and most people's reaction when i say that is the um because it is a rougher area uh and things are easily obtainable but um it was kind of one of those ones when you were younger you were either someone who was picked on or someone that defended yourself kind of thing right. um i refused to be like the victim kind of thing and then I ended up getting in with some uh not so nice people. Um I ended up in a relationship with one of them uh when I was fifteen years old. Mm. Uh and then when I was eighteen, no, I lie. When I was sixteen we split up. We got back together when I was eighteen, when I was going for a rough patch and then we yeah, there's a whole story. <laughs> um when I was sixteen we split up and he um decided to do something not very nice Mm -hmm. Um, and he leaked uh, nude photos of me on the internet Uh, because he was angry Um, I haven't spoken to him since I was 18 so I don't know I don't even know where he is at the moment Mm -hmm. Um, but I one thing I always remember my parents saying to me was like when it came to that kind of stuff is like you don't do it kind of thing Mm -hmm. and like this whole element of shame came over me But it didn't get really bad until I realized that he'd leaked my phone number, my email address, my address, like my house address, where I worked, my full name, all of my social medias. Um, And then I had people like calling me up on the phone, basically saying uh, horrible things like they were going to attack me, assault me. Um, The scariest one I had, I was at work and uh this guy phoned my phone and was saying that he could see me he told me exactly where I was in the building um what I was wearing how I was dressed and uh that he was gonna take me out the back of my work and assault me basically and obviously when you find these images online and things you can see all the comments from people um mm-hmm. saying certain things uh and for me because I didn't talk about it I didn't tell my parents I didn't tell my friends I, I refused to speak to anyone about it because I was so ashamed of giving him essentially ammunition Mm. so I ended up using substances to cope uh because I felt like my brain was constantly going um like there was noise constantly so it started off if I started drinking alcohol um as you do uh it's easy to obtain um and then I started smoking weed after the alcohol stopped working never stopped drinking the alcohol but I ended up going on to weed uh and then from there it kind of just progressed to harder and harder and harder drugs um and yeah and I was an addict from a full-blown addict I say from the age of 17 to the age of 20 um which was yeah it was a rough period and I yeah another thing I'm very open about is that I went into sex work to be able to get money for drugs and things like that Mm. um I met some very not very nice people um but it's a similar thing as, as if you ask any addict um the only thing on your mind is getting drugs and when you can have your next fix and things like that so yeah it was it was what that guy did um kind of kick-started all of it for me because I where I refused to burden it on anyone else um I tried to deal with it on my own obviously I didn't and that was because of where I lived it was such an easily accessible thing like everybody knew someone who could get you something yeah. that was the you know yeah. um it wasn't until I had a, a really bad OD uh, and it was like my fifth or sixth one um, that I realised that yeah something's got got to change. Um, my mum was in the hospital with me, um, and the, I ended up reaching out. They ended up get, putting me to the crisis team. And at the time, my mum didn't even know I was on drugs. Um, she didn't know why I was hospitalised. I was of an age where I didn't they didn't have to tell her right. um, what what was wrong and things like that. And I went to the crisis team. they asked me, they just straight up was like, you know, how much are you taking? Is this like a recreational thing or a like problem? Um, And yeah, it was like she wasn't in the room and they were like, we think you should tell her, but that's down to you. Uh, And that was the moment I kind of like just snapped. I was just like, I can't do this anymore kind of thing. And um, that's when I started getting help. I think it's the key thing I kind of always say to people is that an addict won't get help until they want the help so but think, yeah
0: so I think that's the the case with a lot of things is that you can only push help on someone so much mm-hmm. if they don't want that help no matter what it is any kind of mental health um and I think that's that's important to, to mention it is addiction is a, is a mental health thing um yeah. absolutely um there's, there's people out there that say otherwise but um just fuck off um yeah
1: those people are wrong yes <laughs> simple <laughs> as yes
0: um it, it's just it, it just becomes ridiculous when they try and make the argument there it, it is addiction is you know it's it's a response to certain things that you're you're you need that time and exactly like you, say, you you were you were fighting something else you needed you needed to forget and it's mm-hmm. I, I have um some of the things when people talk about homelessness and people being on, on drinking drugs and all that then is mm-hmm. like, if you were on the street you'd do exactly the same thing so shut the Absolute, absolutely absolutely
1: <laughs> absolutely i think if you even put it into spe- perspective more people that suffer with addiction suffer from other mental health issues as well yeah um and it, it, that it's like one of those ones it's hand in hand mm. so it's like a, a cause to effect so it is its own problem yeah as well as the root cause i think with a lot of addicts they'll agree that like a lot of their like drug therapy and things like that and rehab. Mm. Um. A lot of therapists will find out what the core root is, but they don't treat that problem the same way they treat the addiction. They are two separate things.
0: Yeah. Um, for anyone just um, in the description below, I will put my normal website on there for the resources page. The resources page, if you scroll down, has got an addiction, um, addiction numbers and websites on there. I think there's about four of them. That's if you're in the UK, if you're in anywhere else in the world, if you go to the top, there is a worldwide link and you can find the same addiction things no matter where you are in the world, I'll, put, I'll make sure that's in the description below to my website for the resources. So um, if you are struggling and you are at that point where you need help, it's there. <laughs> um, so when you went into it, I, I'm, when you were going into it, mm. was there something that pushed you towards the sex work? Or it was just the you needed something, and that was somebody said something to you once, or was it that that was a response almost as a way of dealing with the shame you had for what had been leaked to try and take back some agency?
1: Yeah, I think there was an element of kind of wanting to take back my body for my own because there was a very long time that um, I hated my body. Mm. Um, but it's just because obviously so many people had seen it that I hadn't given permission to see it yes. so it was kind of like that I could potentially uh give it was my choice in that aspect but uh the main thing was is I I'd a lot I obviously one thing that comes hand in hand with being an addict is you you do a lot of partying um and I was at a nightclub and bumped into someone that I knew from school uh he was like when we were younger a bit of a shady character it always had been um we caught up, started chatting and bits like that. And, um, he kind of, he he had stuff on him where you used together and and all that thing. And he kind of mentioned like, you know, if you're, if you're struggling to get stuff, I I have a way that you could do it. Um, at the time I I was still working. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't earning a lot of money. I was only on a part-time job. Um, and I did, you know, I did steal from people. I did, uh, take, I took quite a lot of things off of my brother I stole quite a bit of money and things like that and that's that's something I've had to come to terms with especially when building relationships back up with people um, is that like I did steal from people and do some not very nice things myself and I think that's a big thing with any addict is you have to take uh, accountability for some of the shitty things you've done mm. um, that's why I'm very like when people were like oh you're so brave and stuff I'm like I was a horrible person please do not say that to me um but no so he he kind of said this to me um and I was like yeah uh you know if this is an easy way for me to get what I need um you know I have a body there are people out there willing to pay for it Mm. um I think the darkest part of it for me and it's one thing that I only really realized as I came out of it I I don't look my age I've never looked my age like I'm 24 now and people still think I'm like a high schooler yeah. <laughs> it's really weird unfortunately a lot of the clientele that I was receiving at the time when I was when I was like 17 18 were men that wanted to sleep with young girls yeah. um who had a th- pedophilic yeah vibe um that's one thing that's still to this day kind of like it's really uneasy with me
0: yeah
1: um but the and the way that um this guy from that I knew put it, it was like oh there's a market for you so you're going to be getting a lot of stuff and it's it's horrible to think about but to get what i needed at the time it was incredibly effective because i was listed as one of the more popular girls because of that niche yeah. Um which is horrible, but yeah. Truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's it's you're having to deal with that on top of it. It's it's I suppose it becomes a vicious circle in your own memory because mm. you remember why you did it, but then you remember you did it and then you attack yourself for the fact that you did it even though you've come past that. Um yeah. the thing about um people saying good things, about you I, I always have the thing of um everyone's an arsehole it's just whether they're your kind of arsehole. And yeah that's that's what we go go with so everyone's done something shitty in their past um so it's just whether you know the person that you get on with is okay with that if they are fine that person's your kind of arsehole that's
1: yeah literally yeah it's something I made really apparent when I became a friend with a lot of people on the internet even before I told uh, like my fans and things about it Mm. um that I kind of made sure they knew because you know there was potential if I was going out but then we'd bump into someone I used to know and things like that and then always great people it was kind of like a I don't want this kind of hanging over my head and you someone finding out by accident or something like that um so I kind of yeah very much up front and immediately started making jokes about it hmm. um because just that's just how I cope like it's always been the way I make very very dark jokes about it yeah but um it's how I deal with things I, I know that if I don't laugh about it I'll just cry about it so
0: yeah i mean it it makes sense like, i often find because i'm you i know, divergent and you know fucked up in the head and mood same I, I, <laughs> the, the thing is, is that i the thing that always irritates me and um um bradley williams is it the 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 dwarf sort uh, of comedian talk about yeah, this, yeah, yeah the most annoying thing is other people getting offended for you and you're like um, oh my
1: god i know
0: <laughs> like i've said being fucked in the head um online before and someone's had a go at me and said we well, you shouldn't say that I'm like why oh because you're you're having a go at these people I'm like I am one it's just that I didn't tell you fuck off
1: yeah, yeah exactly like, don't
0: assume like that's the biggest one that I think we have a lot of it it's like we we need to deal with it the way we deal with it whatever mm-hmm. it is um so let us and shut the fuck up yeah exactly um, it's just so um So obviously you you fell into um to, to sex work because of a lot of shit going on there mm. is that is that then something, because you're you saying you have a lot of friends who obviously do mm. OnlyFans and things like that. Um, is that something you felt has dis- mm, disgusted you about, um, about that kind of the move online of that? Or is it something you feel that it's really good that that's been something that people can take that power from? Because obviously you had, mm. you had power taken from you at a very early age um but a lot of the the point of what people talk about with things like only fans and fans and all that kind of stuff is that they are empowering themselves so mm. what has your opinion kind of been when it comes to those kind of platforms because there's it I feel like it's there's a lot more people going into it than potentially would have done in the past and a lot more controlled than i ever would have done in the past
1: Mm, absolutely i think for me i think it's all about specifically one word which is choice is it your choice to do it um i think anyone that has pressured you into doing it anyone if they've kind of forced you into doing anything like that that's when it's not okay Uh, under any circumstance it should always be your choice i think that from what I was doing to comparisons to like OnlyFans fanly fansly, obviously it's very very different. Yes. So you could like never compare the two, but I respect it a lot that people have the confidence in themselves to be like, you know what, this is what I want to do. Mm. Um, if people have a problem of it, that's their problem. Um, and you know, quite a lot of my friends that do OnlyFans are very very successful with it. Mm. Um, and I couldn't be more proud of th- than them. Because that's what they want to do they're making their career they're making their life you know i've had friends that have bought a house because of you know doing OnlyFans. fans i think when i first met most of my friends uh a couple of them were like a bit oh do i mention that i make porn because she might find it weird um yeah I've never I don't think I've ever found it weird I think what kind of works in a way is the fact that because so many of my friends are in in sex work they don't judge me for my past because of it right because it, it's it's I remember having a conversation with someone um and when I was telling them about my past I used the word prostitute straight up and they were like that's really interesting that you said that instead of like escort or sex work or anything like that um and a big thing for me is that I feel like the word prostitute has become such a dirty word Mm. and I don't think it should be because there were quite a few girls that I've known uh, that have done prostitution through choice uh, that want to do it as a job um, that aren't addicted to substances aren't um, reliant on on anything uh, aren't doing it because they're about to lose their house or anything like that don't get me wrong there is a large percentage that are and were like me but there are some that that it's their job. That's what they want to do. Mm. Um, and I don't think that everyone should be tied with the same brush in that aspect. So I think because, yeah, it's it's such a, a different side of things. And obviously I've never been on that side of things. Um, I don't know how I'd feel in any aspect of doing it myself. Mm. Um, I think that because of personal issues, it's something I'd really, really struggle with. Yeah. Um, but I have the utmost respect for anyone who chooses to do that yeah I think there's like anyone that says that sex work isn't an actual job is stupid um because the amount of work I have seen my friends put into like I, there was one of my friends I was just chilling at her house and he was just sitting there for about four hours editing footage of him giving someone a blowjob
0: yeah
1: um and I was just like I thought you just you just like post it, you film it, you post it. It's like, no, no, we've got to make sure the lighting's right. And I was like, who's looking at lighting? Who's just, <laughs> like, um,
0: just start but, you giving know, a Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but yeah. It, it does make all the difference. So it, it's never something that I would ever judge anyone for doing, whether it's OnlyFans or if it was doing what I used to do. I think on the drug side of things, obviously, that's slightly different. Hmm. But it's the same as I've always said. Uh, when i've been around friends that smoke weed or, or drink or things like that um they kind of always like oh are you okay if i do this and i'm like it's fine it's not a problem i i strongly believe there's a difference between recreational use and addiction yeah um i have known people that have had parkinson's that smoke weed for medical reasons mm. um for people with severe anxiety that smoke weed for medical reasons i think it's when you get past weed when you start getting onto like the harder substances like uh ketamine meth heroin anything like that there's no um possible reason that you're using that for anything other than to get high um I, I have heard of a couple of people especially heroin users uh that were using it as a painkiller which mm-hmm. does make total sense because it's normally a case of they've had an injury uh they've been put on morphine um and then when they get taken off the pain comes back um
0: yeah heroin some,
1: is a lot easier to get hold of than morphine
0: yeah i don't know i know some um some people have been homeless that have done it because they said it, it felt like a blanket so uh, yeah absolutely It was just something they they needed to do as well. Um, Yeah, the people that talk about sex work not being a real job, um, go and ask your partners if they think it's work, because trust me, they're having to put a lot of fucking work in for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it is one of those things that just... um, It seems to be very different nowadays to even... Fucking three years ago, like mm. it's it's massively changed, and it feels like there is um definitely a shift in society um, for that. Absolutely. Hopefully, we'll stop people doing things like revenge porn, which is. A, a, yeah. yeah,
1: I think I didn't even know until it happened to me. I didn't even know what it was. Um, a couple of months ago, I ended up putting out a uh, a video on my channel because I found out from a. a friend who was a sex worker Mm. that someone had stolen their images and leaked them it's a completely different scenario but it's the same thing it's uh, law-wise it's classed as unlawful distribution of um, discrete images Um, so it comes under the same umbrella term and if a creator has a copyright on their photos you are legally not allowed to post that anywhere else Mm. Um, and it's the same as if uh, someone has taken a picture Of themselves and sent it to you and then you post that someone else that is illegal that's what people don't seem to realize it is a actual crime um you know and it was even worse and it's something that i've experienced unfortunately is there's some people that have photos taken of them that they are not aware of that get posted online um so even then the permission for the photograph was never even there yeah um which is horrific and horrible i've had especially when talking to other people that have gone through it i knew a girl that um her boyfriend at the time filmed them having sex without her permission and then leaked it online you know it's a horrible scary event because you think obviously especially when they're a partner that you can trust them um and the large majority of revenge porn comes from disgruntled ex-partners
0: um
1: but there's a wonderful charity that i work with um and that helped me through during my uh, time of it called the revenge porn helpline okay and they can literally tell you everything about why this is a crime and what you can do about it um they have a helpline where if you are if you found out that someone's done this to you or if you're that months down the line but you're still struggling with it they put you on the phone to a expert who has also gone through the same thing as you so all of their helpline members are people that have experienced revenge porn so they know what you're talking about they know what you're going through and they're a fantastic charity um and they're one that i always say to anyone who's experienced it to to check out because they do wonderful things um and they make people very aware of what the actual law is i think the biggest thing that i learned is that uh if you get any links to websites um from specific people anyone who's threatening you screenshot everything it's it's painful because obviously you don't want to look at it but if you screenshot everything you can get the um like the what's it called The internet typey thing bar where it's like www dot that thing oh um the web key i don't know what it's called (laughs) my head now as well web address
0: yeah uh, yeah
1: that thing that's what we're
0: talking about is i I used to work for bt at the broadband The
1: web thing is.
0: Yes, that word thing. <laughs> HTTP.
1: <laughs> www. You can get that thing um, and they can use it to track someone's IP address and things like that. They can source where the photos are coming from. Um, Venture Point Helpline also have started being able to have workers that are specifically there to take down images that have been posted. Um, so they'll go to these websites and have them taken down. Um, whether it's at a cost or whether because unfortunately some people uh, bribe you for money to, to have your images taken down and things like that um, they sort they sort through all of that stuff so you don't have to
0: I will um, so again I'll add that to um, my website resources guys um, that'll be at the it will be at the bottom of the page under general websites. So if you go scroll down to the bottom, I'll put that under general websites. You better find the um web address for that charity as well. Um if you have been affected by it, so I will make sure it's on there. Um yeah, it's it is just a horrific thing, and I think it it happens far more than people want to realize. Like a lot, a mm. like a lot of things. I mean, I've had um a a former um self-defense student of mine that came on and and talked about um her drink being um uh, spiked and I I have no idea and her way of well it just happened and I'm like what the fuck yeah Um,
1: that's a horrible one to have because I've been spiked mm -hmm. um because of doing sex work and things like that um and it's horrible to think that there is a mentality in our world at the moment that, oh, yeah, it's just a normal thing. It's not normal. No. You should be able to go out without someone slipping something in your drink, you know, and it's not pleasant. Being spiked is awful. I, I I dare say uh, this feels worse than a come down with some sp- being spiked sometimes. Um, yeah, and I hate that mentality that people have normalized certain things yeah. when it comes to anything to do with that. I'm like, that's not normal. That no, should never be considered normal
0: no, and the media don't they don't tell people about it enough, so people mm-hmm. just uh will just be like, "Oh, well, you know it's just something because I think there's an assumption that it happens in that it happens once every million people it's like no, it's every fucking weekend I mean there was a spout of it relatively recently yeah. as well, or as I like to point out, it probably wasn't a spout of it. it was just a spout of reportings um, yeah you know, that's that's the only difference. it's just that we knew about it that's all um. Obviously, you said earlier um, about addiction uh, and everything like that going hand in hand with mental health issues. Mm. Are there any specific mental health issues that you've suffered from, still suffer from or have found just hellish in general for you? Um,
1: Yeah. So after I so I went to rehab um, and my therapist there diagnosed me with PTSD um, for things that happened the initial cause of the the actual images being released and people contacting me and threatening me and things like that uh, and then some things that happened during my time as a sex worker yeah. um i was diagnosed with recurrent depression
0: right
1: uh which is similar to w- when you say depression but with me it goes away for a long period of time and then it just comes back yeah um and there's no rhyme or reason um i was a set- it's one of those ones it's quite difficult to describe this one so i was diagnosed with a form of eating disorder but not in the same way as like if you say bulimia or anorexia so i used to stop eating to self-harm um so i would starve myself because stomach cramps made me hungry yeah uh and the stomach cramps are painful um so that's why i was doing it was nothing to do with body image um but it, it, it's still counted as an eating disorder. Um, I still have problems with food now. Um, I have to, I've found that my coping mechanism is to watch Gordon Ramsay videos and somehow that helps me to be able to eat. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I That's don't a know what endorsement
0: it, for any chef out there. Yeah, it's like,
1: <laughs> just watch people make food, man. It really helps. Um, but yeah, so, and that was something I went through. Um, I self-harmed in other ways. I, I was always really worried about someone seeing it. Um, so I used to internally self-harm so I'd cut the insides of my mouth or I'd at somewhere someone couldn't see it um so I'd just be like sitting in my room chewing on a razor blade because it's how I coped um I do have ADHD as well but I've probably had that all my life and I've just never noticed because for some reason picking up ADHD and autism in women is ridiculously hard
0: (laughs) oh yeah. Yeah. if anyone can find it there's a there's a two-hour rant about me talking about um rain man because of the way it misrepresents um uh autism um yeah fuck that film fuck mm-hmm. it fuck it again um yeah. I mean, well i mean obviously i don't to get a thingy for a second but i, I do in autism especially with autism the, the reason that it wasn't picked up as much is because we um and i'm well aware before somebody fucking puts it down below and it won't be anyone that watches it, it'll be somebody that's a fan of sammy i'm well aware this is effectively a more educated version of mansplaining but shut the fuck up because i'm going to (laughs) okay Um, cool. so autism autism is um in women was all all the research is all on on boys and men so Mm. they've literally just gone oh well you don't do the thing the boys do therefore you haven't got autism it's like what the fuck it's completely different and it's a different interaction so over the years women have found a, a better way of mirroring and Mm -hmm. of putting that mask up that boys didn't feel they needed to yeah um, because they just went oh you've got autism and that was discovered um for yeah much later but it's all because all of the research all of the bullshit is all on boys and it's not on women and it's just fucking ridiculous so yeah there's so many there's so many more the rates that women are being shown to have autism ADHD now compared Mm -hmm. to men is so much higher but actually it's just the industry going oh, fuck, there's like 20,000 of them that have it. And we-
1: exactly.
0: Um, so, yeah, it's, it is ridiculous, and, I mean, that's the thing. So if you do think um, yourself that there's, there's, you know, anyone watching, there's something there, do go and, and, and speak to somebody, because, because it hasn't been picked up until now could just be bad practice. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, I talked about Rain Man. Rain Man, um, in my mind, a lot of doctors almost took on the ideas of Rain Man. And um, if it yeah. ever talks about the ideas of Rain Man as being true, leave that for surgery because they shouldn't be practicing any mm. kind of medicine when it comes to mental health. Um, absolutely not. The <laughs> film is wrong on absolutely everything. And I say that very specifically because even the person it's based on, when given a diagnosis, it wasn't autism. The basis of the fucking film being about autism isn't on somebody from autism. Everything about that film is wrong. Absolutely yeah. everything. There's not not one bit of that film that's right. Yeah. Nothing. And I, I just fucking nothing. And it pisses me off no end. It was how I started on Twitch was I went on screen and spoke for two hours ranting at the, at that thing. Um, Understandably <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, so irritating. But yeah, ADHD is is picked up obviously very late. So you've got a nice menagerie of, of things going on there yeah, um, i've got
1: a good cocktail <laughs> you know well i have one thing where you can spice it up with a lot of
0: things it makes it more interesting exactly. um, do you find though that it's difficult to juggle all of them together or that one makes another one worse or anything like that at all
1: yeah absolutely i think that i so one of the things with um when i get depressed i get horrifically anxious um but then my adhd allows me to forget to do things so now I'm anxious about something that I can't remember what it was yeah <laughs> like so it's like I know I need to do this thing but I can't remember what it is but now I'm anxious about it <laughs> and It's like there's no winning um I'm incredibly like I initially thought I was just incredibly lazy which I am like that's on- honestly a mood I am lazy as well um but yeah if I don't focus on doing something straight away and immediately I will not do it um whatsoever and that's really hard when you're an adult and have to pay taxes
0: (laughs) um
1: but yeah i think (laughs) yeah i think the main thing is that is the my anxiety and and my adhd kind of fight a lot um but it's one of those ones that sometimes you think it's like how do i have enough brain space like in general like for all of this going on like i'm having a flashback while i'm Hyper focusing on building a tiny model, like you know, it's just like, someone give me an in between, like <laughs> please.
0: <laughs> just just for a couple of minutes, just a little break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the procrastination is, is well when you're kind of going like, I've not done it, so I'm just not going to do it.
1: <laughs> the amount of times I've had like a pile of clothes on my bed, like if you could see my bed right now, there's <laughs> shit everywhere. Um, but yeah, like I've had a pile of clothes on the bed. I've looked at and like, I need to put those away go back to what I'm doing. Two hours later, look at it again. I still need to put those away. Five hours later, I still haven't put those away. <laughs> Constantly. I'll i just, just have,
0: wear it. I'll
1: just wear it. It's because I just, for some reason, have no mental drive whatsoever to put them away. I'm just like, I'll do it later. It's fine. Physically forgets that there is clothes in my, on my bed that I need to put away.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a procrastinating blindness, isn't it? A, the fun bit about it. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's having to deal with those. So, have you found a way, have you found that things like social media have helped? I do say this because um, I've had different people talk about uh, social media um, from different platforms. Um, mm-hmm. And one that found it a nightmare and it was just, it was actually destroying their, their mental health. And then another, call me Chris, who actually found, you know, before um, TikTok, mm-hmm. she was suicidal. Now, TikTok didn't make her not suicidal. She got over that beforehand. But when tiktok really then kicked off for her she found it was a lot easier to deal with things yeah. um, to the point where until chris actually put on tiktok and youtube about her struggles and talked about them um on my podcast and somebody else's podcast people didn't really know mm-hmm. um and so have, have you found that it's it's pushed you at all i mean obviously I've, i i and other fans because yes guys i am a fan um have just have uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have just I have noticed occasionally when, when you kind of go, and I don't think you should apologise, but when you go, I'm oh, sorry, I haven't posted. Um, Constantly.
1: People <laughs> think I'm dead. Like, genuinely, <laughs> I've had messages of people thinking I'm dead.
0: <laughs> like, but, but obviously, is that because that you've been pushed by social media or is that just general and actually you found social media has helped you even get to this point?
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of like it's it's a really weird mix for me. Yeah. Um so I I'm the same as like any other current TikToker. I started during COVID. Um yeah. because sheer boredom. Um yeah, I initially started because so I was still recovering 2 years ago. Like I was in my early stages of recovery. Um and I just kind of got in my my life back on track where i had a job again um i was going out and seeing friends i wasn't locking myself in my room all the time and things like that and then suddenly this great big pandemic hits where we can't leave the house and i can't see anybody and i can't go to work so it's like my my no- me finally getting to what my normality was was taken away from me i was like oh great cool i'm spending all my time in my room again um and i initially had tiktok back when it was musically And there are some horrible, horrible videos on there. Um, Some of them I've left, like, that people can still see. Others of them have definitely been privated.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: But I remember re-downloading it just out of Shearboard, and I was like, I can do this again. Like, it gives me something to do. Hmm. Um, And that's initially why I started it. So I just, like, go downstairs to my mum and be like all right mum I'm filming TikToks today um see you later and it, I'd be like filming for like seven or eight hours just because it was something to do yeah um and then I slowly got into like oh well how can I edit this to make it look better and things and and slowly uh started to, to do the comedy stuff and and got known for making my eyes do weird things which still I find bonkers um because whenever I get a question from someone I'll be like how do you do that I'm like you can't do that what <laughs> and I, it's like just so natural to me um yeah and then when it comes to now so obviously I the world's opened up again I'm working again I'm going for like career stuff so I one main thing I love doing is comedy comedy has always been something I love um and that's what my focus is my energies are on um and it's not that I've left TikTok behind because I still love doing it but I realized it got to a point I was burning myself out um I was doing too much um so I took I, I occasionally just kind of take breaks when I realize I'm putting too much on myself and it's not so much because TikTok's causing the mental health it's more so that I don't want my mental health to start deteriorating because I'm doing too much Right. Um, and that's something I like, took a really long time for me to realize that you have to like, not stretch yourself too thin.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I, it, it, you don't realize until that, that actually burning yourself out is making your mental health worse. Because um, you just haven't got the energy. Yeah. So if I realize I've got a, a massive workload or um, I've got comedy stuff I need to do, um, then, uh, yeah, TikTok takes a back seat for a minute. But then once one of those calms down, I focus back on TikTok again or Twitch. Um, and it's just me making sure that I don't prescribe myself too thin. Um, obviously, having assholes on the Internet doesn't help. Uh, and TikTok's horrific algorithm of just banning people for no reason uh, doesn't help either. Um and that's something that causes. I I know with my friend group, that's something that causes us a lot of stress. Um, obviously, you saying of Scotty being on here before. <laughs> like um, eight
0: nine times now.
1: Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a conversation that I've had with him quite a few times uh, when I've seen him. Um, and it, it's it's one of those ones. The amount of videos all of us have put up being like, come on now, stop banning him. What, (laughs) um, and unfortunately, it's because of the kind of content he makes and people not understanding that he's not taking the piss out of a religion, he's really not. He's very educated in it, in actuality. Um, and that was something, especially, I think there was like a a time period where Scotty had just been banned again, my friend Chance had been banned, my friend Tay had just gotten banned, and I was like, Well, I'm about to lose 300,000 followers, sick. Luckily, I didn't, which was nice. But I was very convinced I was getting banned, and obviously that can have like a knock-on effect where you're like, "Well, what the point? What was the point of this at all? If I'm just gonna get banned for it, Um, yeah." And it was all because I made a video because I got uh, content blocked for like a week because I made a video talking about the fact that Jesus is not a white man, (laughs) and people were like, "He was described as fair-skinned," and I'm like, "If he was, if he was." over there and he was white they they would have been freaked out <laughs> like it was all because of a, a daniel sloss sketch
0: was what it was i was i was you're trying to think of his name yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: daniel sloss um it was one of his skits that i was doing it to yeah and people kicked up a stink and i was just like no he has a major point here
0: yeah i remember you doing that actually yeah that would have been the fucking story mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's i mean as someone who, um, uh, for a very short period of time, taught RE in mm. school, get, get your uh, your atheist to teach in a, in a C of E school. Um, Love uh, that. Yep, yeah, it's great because when, when people used to ask, Well, sir, what do you believe? that um, it's all shit, so I'll equally teach it to you. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I spent a lesson teaching them that Jesus, um, by by the records of the time and everything else, would not have looked anything like Bjorn Borg um (laughs) and and I got told off um, a little bit by the school and I was like I don't care um it's that's how he looks fuck off yeah
1: I think that that, uh, another thing that I've noticed as well I don't know if it's changed since I was at school because many moons ago Mm. um but the only religion we learned about was either Christianity or Hinduism and it I was like well why are we not learning about Buddhism you know a- a- any other religion any like ancient religions and things yeah. like that i like that i would have been interested in like if you talked about norse beliefs in re i would have been there
0: like i mean if you talked about the council of nicaea and the fact that um one of the rejected um gospels from the bible mentions how um jesus fought a dragon put that in the bible a lot more kids would have been interested guys i
1: would have so been more interested if there was dragons <laughs> 100%
0: Council on Nicaea fucked it up um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, They didn't think ahead But yeah, I mean, it's, it's those kind of things And I, I always point out to, to people That really are on that kind of kick Because they also tend to be the people That um, don't think gay people should be a thing um, I always like to oh. point out that um, The only reason we think about that um, Is because of a depiction From um, a, a painting And the inspiration for that painting Was that gentleman's lover male yes. lover so yep. your depiction of what you think christ is
1: is a gay man gay.
0: yeah well, <laughs> embrace one or the fucking other okay Literally. um <laughs> or
1: both. just just deal both.
0: with it well both, <laughs> like... yeah. just deal with it but like you know be less of a cunt um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just buy a smidgen it doesn't take much guys but yeah it's, it is it is interesting with that that people just really don't really don't want to get on board with it with that it's and and the idea that people are just going um, especially on TikTok, with just kind of, well, I don't like this, so therefore ban. It's just like, yeah, it's awful. For fuck's sake.
1: I just think the world would be a lot better place if people just didn't care as much. Like, just, just don't care. You see something you don't like, just ignore it. It really isn't that hard. Like,
0: well, it goes back to that being offended on behalf of someone else. And the amount of times I've had someone have a go at me because I've made a comment about something that they didn't know I was or believed. And then I've gone, well, I am that. And it's like, well, you should have said, why?
1: Why do I have
0: to identify myself um, as whatever or have to tell you that I suffer from suicidal depression for you to allow me to take control of it? Fuck you.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a similar thing to like, I remember when um, early, uh, early when I was on TikTok, obviously the Black Lives Matter movement happened. Um, I never really said anything about it while I was on there because I'm a white person. Mm. uh, It's not my place to kind of thing. And then there's a lot of white people that were talking about it and I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm an ally to it, obviously, because I'd be an absolute fucking moron if I wasn't. But I remember getting really annoyed when the whole all lives matter thing happened Mm. because it's true. Yes. All lives matter, but you're not the ones that are getting killed in the street for no reason when you were unarmed. or being looked at as a criminal when you're just walking down the road you know you've not experienced it so hush your gums yeah like kind of thing um and that's why like because a lot of people were messaging me being like why haven't you made a video about black lives matter and things like because i'm not part of that demographic and i don't have a say
0: yeah i mean i because i i heard a lot from all different directions on it but the the one that I, i i heard as well um was basically it's all well and good what, um, white people talking about it and that's good but at the same time the whole part of the problem has been that white people keep talking about it yeah fuck up and get out of the way and let people who actually understand it talk and...
1: exactly I think Bo Burnham in his like most recent thing said it best as a white person maybe we should just shut the fuck up
0: yes <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean it, 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 it's What I say to people a lot of the times um, about stuff that I said, and I even said it to you at the beginning, uh, before we turned the camera on, of like, if I talk over you, tell me to shut the fuck up. Because, mm. guys, I, I am the poster boy for male privilege and toxic masculinity.
1: Right. I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, a, I'm a six foot two, well-educated, middle class, white, um, English male that used to tournament fight. Everything of me oozes toxic masculinity and uh, and male privilege. You just so, need a pair
1: of pit vipers and you're a chad. Exactly. Well, <laughs>
0: I'm currently living in Kent, which is where the word comes from, so... Oh. <laughs> but, like, everything about me oozes that. And it, it also oozes class privilege. Like, every kind of fucking privilege you can have, mm-hmm. something about me says it. So when these things happen and people go, why don't you... Because I... Half the time in this fucking podcast, I've ranted because I never shut the fuck up. So Mm -hmm. how about I let someone else who usually wouldn't talk up actually shout for once? Because the problem is, is I tend to be I, I tend to try and be that voice shouting for somebody else. But sometimes it's not necessarily the right voice to be shown for somebody else you know it's as as you said earlier um with you don't have a penis so that's why you didn't yeah make...
1: it's it's literally that I think I'm very much like that as a person though don't get me wrong if if my hackles go up like I I will talk over everybody <laughs> <laughs> um specific the, the two specific things that get me like most <sighs> is anti-vaxxers um don't even get me started <laughs> on anti-vaxxers <laughs> Um and the romanticization of mental health in the media mm. that's the two things if you start talking to me about and like I'm all for someone giving me their opinion but when it comes to those two things I'm like no you're wrong <laughs> Like,
0: there's also well on top of that and because of both of them is the idea that fact and opinion are the same they're not fuck mm-hmm. off they're,
1: they're, just... not. they're not they're absolutely really not absolutely not With the whole anti-vaccine thing. So I was angered by them even before COVID. So like people that weren't vaccinating their infants for like things like polio, um, smallpox, all the the nasty, nasty diseases, which they somehow don't realize if they're not vaccinated against means they can get it. Mm. You know, like I remember watching like so many documentaries about polio for when I was at school because it was a topic we were, like, uh, talking about. And it's such a horrific illness. And I'm just like, what are you doing? But then, like, they'll take them into, like, a hospital where there's sick people, and this child has no... Immune, like uh, they're immunocompromised essentially, and I'm just like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> like, are you dumb? And it is, the people don't understand it as well what certain vaccines were. So when when it was coming out with uh, this one, people were going, oh, you can you can you can still get it. I was like, yes, because that's fine. Like you can still get the fucking flu after a flu vaccine. That's not what yeah, it's meant absolutely. to be. It, I, suddenly everyone had a fucking um, um, degree in medicine. I'm like, your your five minutes on Google don't trump everything else yeah, and it's exactly. like there's a, there's a great one from i think it's college humor and it's on um i think it is on um on, on anti-vaccine or autism or something also by the way um um so what if somebody if um vaccines cause autism just just put one out there so yeah if that's a problem for you, there there's more fucking issues in your head than, than maybe somebody with a, with the fucking autism, dickhead. Yeah, like, even um, if,
1: <laughs> if, it was, if the one that I always just find funny is someone turned around and said that vaccines make vaccines make people gay. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, I was attracted to Sam from Danny Phantom way before um uh, like I got any vaccination for COVID. <laughs> like uh
0: so any any Republicans and right wingers out there in America? Um what you're saying by that kind of comment and that conspiracy is that you're that weak that the left can um, make you gay by a few little things. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, which who, who's the tougher side, if that's the yeah, case. Um, that. but, yeah. But there's a college humor one where it's basically somebody comes in and says um, it's, it's if Google was a person. And, I've
1: seen these. Yeah. yeah. And it's
0: just like, um, you know, um, va- vaccines cause autism. And it just piles phew, vaccine doesn't cause autism. And they go, vaccine causes one piece of paper
1: yeah
0: that doesn't fucking mean that it
1: means nothing and the guy that initially came out with all of this kind of stuff got debunked so quickly
0: yeah he's not a medical doctor He's, he's got his doctorate online um, and it was just complete bullshit it was it was all made up and actually the the weirdest thing is is it's different vaccines depending on the country they all have their own made up ones. so yeah um like in japan it's the one against the cervical cancer they they blame for it and each one just kind of makes some shit up and you're like Jesus Christ. what the fuck and it's, it's... it all starts with just people not understanding um anything about just science like yeah. it's, it, it annoys me no end and this I promise anyone listening, this does make sense. At least it makes sense in my head. So fuck it, it's my consciousness. Um, (laughs) There's a connection because I used to work in a a perfume store. Um, And um, the thing that used to annoy me the most is something and i'm sorry guys this is bullshit i know you're, you know i've been told i don't fucking care um people used to get told that if you put perfume on your wrists, don't rub them together because it can damage the molecules i'm sorry the level of fucking stupidity in that comment is palpable if you yeah. can damage molecules by rubbing your fucking wrist together every morning shower would be a hydrogen bomb dickhead yeah that's true With understanding of science yeah so bad and that i was told by someone who worked in another perfume store who was taught by the company who made the perfume that was their official training and like the the levels of misunderstanding in science and this happens when you know for instance america um especially the deep south creationism is taught alongside fucking science not the same i know it's horrific Uh,
1: it's, it's similar to like what i've noticed as well is that as a lot of people who have the, the anti-vaxxer kind of like um, mindset suddenly go towards uh, obviously different uh, cures and preventions and things like that? And yeah. even, I'm not against like h- herbs and things like that used That's fine, but it's many it, things like I don't know if you've ever heard of the jelly juice thing that happened no oh god i'm about to rock your world right so there was this woman she didn't believe in like vaccination and things like that she created this thing called chili juice which bear in mind this woman is not a doctor she has no form of like doctorate she's never studied science nothing like that she made this juice that she started saying could cure cancer um it could cure cancer, it could cure things like ALS, it could cure like co- uh, colon issues and things like that. Um, she even claimed at one point that it could potentially regrow limbs, right? What and
0: a fucking lizard from spider. Literally, like
1: but she claimed all of these things, and obviously there's people in desperation mm. would use it. And in actuality, the salt content in it was so much, it was giving people sodium poisoning. Oh, fucking yeah and it's crazy it's what i always tell people to look at because this woman is fucking nuts and it's people like that is the reason that i'm just like i can't deal with you i've talked to some people that anti-vaxxers because they have had really adverse reactions to vaccinations and i can understand their points my main thing is just like would you prefer though an adverse reaction which you will survive but you'll just have to take a little while to get over or polio which one would you prefer <laughs> like... it's,
0: it's, it would be the same as going let's outlaw um um any kind of nuts uh, basically anything that has an allergic reaction for some people mm. let's get rid of them and because it's just re- it's just ridiculous oh
1: that means we have to get rid of the sun because i'm allergic to the sun like legitimately
0: <laughs> i wish i was i fucking hate the sun
1: there's
0: a, reason, there's a reason that i'm so white that i'm reflecting blue light from my from my thing.
1: Mood, <laughs> literally. I'm, I, yeah, I actually, when it really gets super sunny, I can't, like, I have to be careful when I go outside. I can have to stay in the shade and I have to, like, reapply sunscreen every 30 minutes um because I have something called polymorphic light, light eruption, which means I'm allergic to the UV E-frames in the sun. So the sun's no longer a thing, guys. Sorry, we can't have it because it can cause allergic reactions.
0: well yeah, did you know? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a leftist um, propaganda. That's what the sun is. It's leftist yeah. propaganda. It's, it's, that's, absolutely. It's, it is just fucking ridiculous. Um, and like, if anyone's now going to go, oh well, why have you been? Why why does that mean you can do it? For a start, um, I'm currently studying for a science degree, so you know that.
1: Yeah, so on that. that. That's kind <laughs> of part
0: of the understanding when something's actually right. So if if anyone wants to do that, and if you want to have a debate, I'm always open to it. Piers Morgan, anyone like that? If you want to have a debate on these things, bring it the fuck on. I'm more than happy to. Yeah. Um, Piers, by the way, I keep calling you out on mental health. And I know you're not going to watch this because I don't have the viewership. But if there's a researcher somewhere out there, bring it on. Bring Mental health specifically, bring it on happily because you try and go against uh, weaker um, people. And I mean that in terms of their um, speech and everything like that. Do it with me. Fuck you. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) I mean, you never know. We
1: were talking about connections. Maybe eventually at some point you'll have someone on the show that knows Piers Morgan.
0: Well I have friends that are former um the, the former politicians and stuff as well. I, 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 um, I know <laughs> this close. Because <laughs> I don't I don't care and I've said this to people. I've called I, I will conti- continuously call you out because I'm not fucking scared of your celebrity, Dickhead. Um, yeah. But it's also part of this is why um you were saying about um the romanticization of mental health in the um, the and public eye as well. Has fucked us because i don't think there's an improvement in mental health all all that's happened is we've started to go oh look mental health people they exist that's it like i i also really fucking hate mental health awareness month with a passion
1: yeah i'm not a fan it's it's every month. It's
0: because <laughs> Starbucks gets to put a fucking poster in the window mm-hmm. telling you how great they are because they're giving two pence of every pound to um, a mental health charity. How about just fucking do something all the time instead of patting yourselves on the fucking back? If you supported mental health um, awareness, you wouldn't tell everyone that you fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is this romanticisation that's happened. And so you then yeah. have people questioning and this, this is the thing as well, because it then makes people question everyone else and go, yeah. oh, well, they're a celebrity and they're saying they've got mental health. Clearly, it's just them. And it. it's like, no, that's no, not how that
1: works. It, it's so, the worst because there are people that have used it as a, a springboard to try and make themselves more popular. I remember there was a TikToker that got caught out for it. I think Ticks and Roses, I think her name was.
0: Literally the person I was thinking of, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, for being caught out for faking having Tourette's. Yeah. And I remember seeing that, and I absolutely lost it. I have known of people that have been faking DID. Um, something that there was a specific TikToker that I remember seeing before, and I've never like I'm not one to attack people. I don't do that shit. But she claimed that she had DID but I think that she probably has some other form of mental health disorder and has been misdiagnosed. A lot of people seem to think that she's lying and she's faking it. For me, I think she's been misdiagnosed because she said that she never had any childhood trauma. Now, DID forms in childhood. It's due to childhood trauma that the personality splits to protect itself. So I don't necessarily think she's lying, but then there's because of things like the media, everyone Mm. assumes that she's now lying and that she's not just been misdiagnosed. Yeah. And I think that's a key thing, um, yeah, but people using it to get popular, I despise you, go suck a dick. Yeah. Um, another thing that I really hate with the romanticization of it is especially when people suffer from very severe mental health disorders, or as well in hand in hand with addiction as well, they make it look cool.
0: Hmm.
1: It's not cool at all. Um, I think one thing I appreciate about, appreciate about the show Euphoria is that it's very this like the closest depiction to a youth with a drug addiction i've ever seen um still there are a lot of things it could show more of Mm. but it's the closest one i've seen um there's certain things that they don't show you when it comes to a drug addict in programs like biggest one so i stand by that going through detox is far more painful than anything else to do with addiction it's horrific um And you never really see an accurate interpretation of a detox. So like when I tell people that I, you know, burst the blood vessels in my eyes from vomiting so hard, like ripped the skin between my ribs because of it, like my tongue started bleeding. My skin was peeling off like a snake, constantly sweating. um, I couldn't control my bowels and things like that. I was crapping myself and stuff like that. That's stuff you never see.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and that's the stuff I think needs to be seen.
0: Yeah, you need to see the, the worst side of things. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm going to call him out again, but I can think of one person who specifically used their platform in a tabloid, talking about their own mental health, to then go on to be celebrity, to then have a go at people for not having mental health issues, which is you, Piers Morgan, because you did exactly that, and you put it on front page news yeah. in the mirror. He um, does that. So it's it is ridiculous, especially when it happens like that. Somebody pushing themselves forward and then having to go at everybody else who who said it afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's, it is ridiculous when they when they do that. And you know the media depictions of a lot of these, as we said about Brain Man, is like it's so it's soul crushing for anyone suffering because people then recognise it. So uh, the the one I I suffer from a nice little menagerie as well, but the the one that I think is most day to day for me is from depression but is um Please. OCD, <laughs> is, is ocd and oh, okay it's potentially in my mind the one of the worst represented on i um, would absolutely TV. agree with you because apparently ocd means i'm going to turn my light switch on and off 50 times to make sure it's on fuck off with that shit five mm-hmm. percent of my ocd is me doing those kind of things. The rest mm-hmm. of it is intrusive uh, thoughts telling me what a piece of shit I am, telling me I've done horrendous things that I've never done, telling me that if I do something normal, something horrendous will, will happen, and giving me the images to show that. Mm-hmm. That's obsessive compulsive disorder. Not going me with the light switch. Fuck off with that shit. Yeah just ridiculous and i that... think
1: that's it's, it's a key thing to say as well is that a lot of people especially because of media interpretations think that everyone suffering from that specific mental health disorder has the same symptoms and outcomes that's not how it works <laughs> like not at all i know people that have depression that are not suicidal whatsoever i have I've known people that have depression that are um, same as you were saying people, people with OCD, there is like different forms, same mm. as autism. There is a spectrum yeah. um, and everybody just immediately assumes that, Oh, this is what I've been shown. So this is what this is. No. It's,
0: actually, it's actually something I, I was very thankful when um, I was at university, when um, one of the teachers talked about um, it was a psychology lecture and they talked about depression and, and um, OCD. And the lecture actually came up to me afterwards to check, that he hadn't misrepresented and I I...
1: appreciate things like that
0: Though (laughs) I think
1: that's great it's the same as like little things like so a lot of my friends like like we've mentioned are are sex workers and sometimes they want my opinions on a photo but they always ask me if it's okay to send it first things like that I appreciate I'm just like thank you for thinking about it and not making me uncomfortable very quickly
0: (laughs) yes see guys this is the difference between going here's my dick yeah can you check if i look okay mm-hmm. um although again parasitic relationship she knows these people um... this is true
1: not <laughs> only that but most of them are girls as well i don't think any of my male friends have been like hey can you see if the lighting on my penis <laughs> looks good um especially like with most of them because i see them like brothers um <laughs> like th- three of my closest friends which are um chance kai and Conzo, mm. um all sex workers all on TikTok. Um, all of all of them, I've all, I've made a habit of making sure I don't see their penis. I just think it would be weird. Like, Konzo was on Naked Attraction. Um,
0: oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so he, he uh, has a charity of his own. It's an animal sanctuary. Right. And the reason he did Naked Attraction was to get some money to be able to start it up. Right. Um, but every time I'm, like, on TV, if I see that it's, like, season seven, episode two, I'm like, no, that's Konzo's episode. I don't want to see his penis but it's been like put on twitter and things like that as well and the amount of times i have to avoid it it's so awkward because i can't follow any of my male friends on twitter in case a nude pops up
0: (laughs) oh dear (laughs) i'm just
1: like i can't i just don't want to see you in that way i'm so sorry
0: I, I just remember the um the bet you had with Chance now um
1: yeah that would have been a horrible if that had gone the other way like I I genuinely don't know what I would do and the thing is is that obviously Chance is Mrs Izzy like I love Izzy to pieces and Izzy you know this so in case you're listening um you tell me way too much about yours and Chance's stakes like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know all of that <laughs> I don't I, if it was anyone else other than Chance maybe it'd be okay but I don't
0: need to. <laughs> i really want i really tell please tell them you're on this podcast because i now want want to see what their comments would be yeah <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> and youtube if that's explicit don't remove it um <laughs> just, just to fuck with sammy
1: um, <laughs> i'm pretty sure that like when me and izzy had a conversation before she was just like I've, i like she she's accustomed to the fact that um obviously there's people that want to have sex with Chance because of what he does for work and things like that obviously um, and I, I just turned around to him and went if it makes you feel better I would rather put razor blades in my vagina than ever think about him in that way fair fair.
0: so yeah what <laughs> um, the fuck are we talking about? I do I don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs> we went on a tangent guys <laughs>
0: It's just, it's the, how did we get from there to razor blades in the vagina? I know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously the, the you were saying um, mental health in uh, the media as well is, people have different forms of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's actually why I really, really, fucking really hate trigger warnings. Okay, yeah. Because who created trigger warnings? Because it wasn't neurodivergent people, it was neurotypical people. Mm-hmm. And they create trigger warnings according to what they believe trigger warnings and triggers should be. Now, that means they don't like you talk about suicide. So for YouTube, suicide, suicide, killing yourself, suicide, killing yourself, fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because I've said it doesn't fucking do anything, all right? The discussion needs to be there. Just mm-hmm. because someone says something doesn't change the fucking narrative. Stop fucking about with things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, with that, they also go, right, you can't say that, oh, we can't talk about um, cutting your wrist, can't talk about this. My point is always, I have up there, Pooh Bear. Hey there. Now, why is that not included in trigger warnings? Because if you, as a child, were molested and your only solace at night was to hug your little teddy bear of Pooh Bear, Mm -hmm. that probably has a trigger response for you. Yeah. So only certain people with triggers count them. Yeah, apparently so. That we agree with, that the neurotypicals agree with. Only those ones are real triggers. So you can't have a trigger outside of that. So what trigger warnings have done is neurotypicals basically going, we're not going to put you in a box anymore. Well, maybe this other box. Yeah, this and, box here. And it's just ridiculous. It, doesn't, it does not help. And I always say when you look at trigger warnings, it's like going into a, a, a shoe shop or a trainer mm-hmm. shop and you're having two different salespeople. And you have one salesperson who's um uh, who is trigger warning and they're going there's these shoes over here but these are really really expensive you don't want to see these you didn't really expensive you probably can't afford these don't look at it these ones over here you want to go there those are the really cheap ones those are the ones Those are the safe they're safe ones you can go there that's absolutely fine yeah and being forced to do that or just because it's coming up or the other salesperson is going look there's trainers and shoes over there they're pretty fucking expensive but you know what if you want to have a look Go for it. You might not be able to afford them, but you might want to have a look. It's up mm-hmm. to you. You, you can choose up to you entirely. If they're not right for you, if you feel that that's not good, don't worry. We've got some other shoes over here. That might be more your pace, but might be right, more your style. Yeah. And it's always annoying because people always say, when I say, I don't want trigger ones, they go, well, you're forcing people to live their trauma. Then. No, I'm not. I'm giving no. them the choice. I actually think the term should just be open chat and closed chat yeah so you know I,
1: I agree with you the i word think
0: it's warning it's just that alone you, you yeah. see it? who the fuck sees the word warning and thinks oh i'm gonna go in there
1: yeah <laughs> i think as well though on the opposite side of that i've actually noticed as well is when people put the word trigger warning onto a video it actually does in a sense make people want to watch it because they're like oh what's this horrible thing i'm about to learn about it intrigues you and I don't like when people take something that was initially to protect people to just intrigue people.
0: Uh, but the problem with that is the people that are watching the things to do with trigger warnings aren't the ones that, that are
1: affected by it.
0: Affected. Who are probably the ones yeah. that might need to. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. It's it's trigger warnings do nothing but, you know, you may not be ready to engage with something, and that's absolutely fine. And that's why there's those other chats that's why there's those other shoes that's why they exist but if you are if you want to push it something saying it's an open chat basically I can talk and I'm not judged yeah rather than going it's a trigger warning so we're almost telling you that you're going to be triggered mm-hmm. and it just doesn't take an account for anyone and it pisses me off no end and I, I've done this on a suicide prevention um, hotline thing in America as well I, I mm. talked about this it, it irritates the fuck out of me because it's your gatekeeping you're gatekeeping mental health and you're gatekeeping triggers yeah like for instance if you're in an abusive relationship where your entire life has been gatekept by somebody else you're now having to deal with somebody else gatekeeping the fact that you're allowed to be triggered by something exactly how about neurotypicals fuck off and let no. people that are suffering deal with it themselves
1: let them dictate it
0: yeah we've had to deal with your bullshit for long enough for our entire existence mm-hmm. We we can do it now, you know. That's, that's it's, it's it's our job. It's our thing now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So um, so going back to something you said earlier with burnout from TikTok. Mm. Um, do you feel, or um, is my just shitty interpretation that TikTok became or can become an addiction for you? Because to, in my mind, burnout and OD. Mm. sound similar in the uh, kind of I'm doing too much I need to stop
1: yeah I I can get I can get what you mean by that I think less so an addiction I because obviously like I said I've said before I'm still an addict yeah um you know I've been vaping this entire time but it's because I don't smoke cigarettes anymore (laughs) but I need something (laughs) um it's the same as I exchanged alcohol for fizzy drinks like I drink way too much fizzy drink energy drink i i have a problem with that um
0: yeah me to both <laughs> yeah
1: literally um but it's like i swapped it out for healthier alternatives um but with tiktok i think it's it's one of those ones for a while i'd say i was addicted to it because i think anyone that initially starts doing well you kind of end up going how's this video doing how's this video doing kind of thing and you're like oh, what are my numbers on this one? Um, after you've had like a, a really good bout of it. Hmm. Um, I think after a while you learn to realize that shit doesn't matter. Um, what matters is that you're making stuff that you enjoy and that you are proud of and that you like and things like that. And that's why I change up my style so frequently is because otherwise I'd get bored and I don't want to get bored. I've always said since day dot, if I stopped enjoying doing TikTok, I'll, I'll stop, I'll quit. I didn't want it to ever get to a point where it was like, I feel like I have to do this, um and I think that's why it's in a sense important that i I take breaks to stop myself from burning out so that I don't get to a point where I hate doing it,
0: yeah, yeah i mean i absolutely i, I almost every um mental health educator or um provider I know of has taken time away from doing it i've just come back i I took three months off I was traveling instead mm. because I was just like. No, I've, I've, I've fucked myself over here. I'm and not, not just because of burnout, but, but just everything. Yeah. And I never took the time to realise what was fucking my mind at the first place to have fucked up. And it's, yeah. that's the problem. You, you need to kind of interact with that. Um, I, th- I feel like we've come to a natural conclusion. Was there anything else that you um, felt that you haven't said? You would have liked to have said, I talked over you for just anything that you want to kind of finish just
1: up on. don't leak people's nudes that's my main thing don't do it don't be that asshole that's that's like in a whole thing don't be a dick
0: (laughs) we we, i really want to yeah i was just thinking it's the adam hills thing isn't it of um from the last leg just don't be a dick just don't Um, be a dick yeah uh, uh, and uh, i'll do it because sammy won't guys stop being fucking creepy fucks yeah seriously Um... at at some point i am
1: the person who has a fake account on Instagram named Tommy who keeps asking me to do OnlyFans, uh, please stop.
0: Yeah, do that. Um, and guys, I am well aware, every single fucking one of us at some point has done something that has made somebody feel uncomfortable because we're entitled fucks, okay? We've all I've done it, but don't pretend you haven't. We've all done it because we're fucking idiots. I've done it. Recognise that and then you can grow from that. And guys, instead of saying, oh, well, I'll just beat that guy up. Oh, yeah, I'll fucking do that. Yeah, we... Many of us could. Firstly, you fucking wouldn't, you're a fat, fat piece of shit down the pub called Dave going, yo, I'd fucking do that. Shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. firstly. Secondly, how about stopping it, making sure that the environment is there, but that's never a thing you have to deal with. Yeah? Prevention is far fucking better than dealing with it afterwards. Yeah. Right? It's far better. Having to go, oh, well, I'm going to beat that guy up. Yeah, but he's already fucking raped someone. He's already, he's already released really someone's nude. He's already, already destroyed someone's psyche. Fucking deal with that then, rather than doing it afterwards. Anyway, that's my final rant of the day. Final Um, rant
1: of the day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I need I need a jingle, really, don't I?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But but thank you so much, Sammy, for uh, for being here. Thank you. No worries. Everyone that has uh, listened along, if you have got to this point, firstly get yourself a cookie. Well done. Um, but this. (laughs) Um, we'll be back. Um, next week after this, talking about uh, depression where you get to hear just how fucked up I really am, as well as my guest Becky as well. So um Mood. (laughs) Thank you again, Zami. Thank you, everyone out there, and we'll see you again next time. Cheers, everyone.